proof we are in Sefer Amos Herod Zion Pasukala Ko Herani Hashem Elohim. And in Herod Zion, we are making a very perceptible shift in the texture and the emphasis of the Navi, in that it is really autobiographical. It shifts to his life story, as it were, divided in two parts. The first part of the parrot deals with Amos being shown by the Kodesh Baruch three different nebuos, or visions, of terrible, terrible devastation that he is planning for B'nai Israel. So intense and severe, and with such finality, are these calamities that he has moved Amos to intervene and pray to the Kaddish Baruch to know, soften the edges, or at least mitigate the severity. And that takes up the first part of the prayer. Baruch yields his request in each of the three incidents. The second part deals with Amos's encounter with probably the most notorious Novi Sheker in that period of Malachim and the Buos, Amatsya. Amatsya was a Novi Sheker, a very skilled one, who operated out of Beisel, where the fourth country of the Alvodazar was concentrated. And what he did was regard Hummels as such a threat to his profitability and the stability of, of the Avodazara that he sought to have the king kill him. And we'll see how that goes and what transpires after. So we begin. Kol Harini Hashem Elohim v'hinei Yotzer Govai v'tchilas alos alekesh v'hinei lekesh acher v'zei hamela. So, the Kodesh Barbu shows me a vision where he is creating, he made Yotzer creating, as it were, locusts. The encountered locusts, remember, in Yoel, this was a different group. Kodesh Barbu is creating them and activating them. The Tehilas Alos Halekesh, at the beginning of the second harvest, Lekesh is Malkosh, which we learn in the Shema is a more uh, fruitful harvest. It is a better crop of grain. And so now the nation is about ready to harvest the second uh, harvest called the Lekesh. But if you make Lekesh fair, he's a Hamela. But the first Lekesh was uh, used by the king to feed his cattle, as it were. He, the uh, Rav appropriated them. Um, so what he did was he needed them for his feed, he needed them for taxes. So as Rashi says, our shepherd goes to the Ahamela, Asherah also Bakano, and he goes to the Nosov, Lahakrobahimos. They took it for the feed of the king's king. In other words, he confiscated that first harvest to the degree that B'nai Israel had nothing really to sustain it other than what they anticipated 
the second harvest would be. And now the Kaddish Baruch Hu is in the vision of Amos going to destroy that second harvest with locusts. That result is a total starvation for the native Israel. They will have nothing. Continuing this vision to see that these locusts are going to consume that second harvest. I burst out when I saw the end result and I said, Slachno, forgive them, How is Yaakov, the name of the Bene Israel, ever going to get out of this? It is total devastation, it is total starvation, and we know Katanu, he's a small nation, he can never withstand this, forgive them, erase whatever it is, the sin. Into a deeper kind of sinning 
but there's no purpose to saying, well, forget it. At least mitigate it. Hadalma. Uh, you can't do this. Uh, the again, the same language. Can Yaakov withstand such devastation? Remember, Katonu, it's a small nation. You are, in effect, wiping it out. Mikhem Hashem, once again, the Kaddish Baruch Hu reverses. Alzos Dami Losiyah. It will not be Omar Hashem Olokim. So that's two times he has effectively stopped the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Third, now in the vision I see the Kurdish Baruchal standing on a wall anok. Anok is measured by what we call a plumb line. We've learned this before. What engineers use, still use, is tied to a string, is a rock. If you drop it in a straight vertical line, it will show you the direct vertical line that you can construct so that it's absolutely straight. And the Kaddish Baruch is using that plumb line. And he says to the Yom HaShem Elav, Monitor around, what do you see? Oh my, I'm up. I see a plumb line. By Yom HaShem, Ki Nisam Anach Bekerev Ani Yisrael I am going to put this plumb line among the name of Israel. I will not continue. I will no longer forgive it and, and just overlook the sin. What does that mean? Say the portion, the honor symbolizes Midas Hadin. Midas Hadin is straight, it's irrefutable, it is without any ability to argue it. I am going to judge them in Yashadim. It will not commit us anymore. It is a very strict judgment. Allah also, the reason of course, to point out the gematria, the sign of numerical equivalent is 71, which is the same as the Sanhedrin, where he's saying even the Sanhedrin will not be able to reverse the decision, and I am completely, uh, Disappointed in them. Anach could also mean, as the Malvin says, shooting messengers. I will send certain messengers that will make the destruction. If there be plague, pestilence, famine, I will send my Anach. To Yehuda as well, as he does to the end. But yeah, in other words, it may not affect, they still had the responsibility for trying to reach the people who came in Shuba. They weren't bound to Yehuda, apparently. Yeah, and that, that is a parish, you know, a Gematria thing. I don't think, uh, well, could be that he's saying that the Sanhedrin was totally useless here. In any event, the third one doesn't allow for much negotiation. I will make desolate the bombos, the altars of Yitzchak, and this means the temples of Beis Hamikdash. 
I will destroy the Kanti the I will overcome the house of Jerusalem, not I will destroy him with the sword. Okay. Good practice. According to the Mephorsi, it gives me two things. And then if it's Yitzchak, it raises a question. Because Yitzchak could mean self. In other words, your bumbles are a laughing stock. Your bumbles built up of the Zola are, are just laughing at the word so tragic. It could mean, say the Mephorsi, Yitzchak. Now that raises a question. We very rarely, if ever, refer to the name Yisrael as the name Yitzchak. So why is Yitzhak possibly being uh, rejected here? Two reasons. One, because Yitzhak at least stood, and the reason why we don't use Yitzhak, say, in proportion, is because the name Yitzhak could connote Esau and the rest of them. So we don't call the name Yitzhak the name Yitzhak. But here it could mean that because Yitzhak was so emblematic of ready to give his life on his veil. He was prepared to do this. And here the name Israel was using in his veil to draw that uh, contrast. The second is that um, Yitzchak here is meant to teach them that the Sartre giving his life, prepared to give his life, uh, he built these Mizbeahs, you know, to Hashem. And now we're living in the news in terms of our own result. So it's a possibility that Hashanah for most Yitzchak could be laughter, and it could be in this special case, Yitzchak Olenu. Now, so that concludes it, the three visions that he sees, that he is able to persuade the Kaddish Baruch to at least mitigate. Not avoid, but just try and soften the severity. Now comes Amatio, who we have said is the arch Navi Shekhar of his time. Very clever, very learned, very articulate. And quite cleverly, he sees Amos as a threat. So now, by Yishlak Amatio, Kohen Beisel, Kohen Beisel, remember Beisel is symptomatic. Of all the Avodah in Malkin Israel, very close to Yerubim, and so Amatsha sent the Kohen of Beisel, they call him, sends to Yerubim, Melech Israel, the Lord, Koshar Alecha, almost the character's drugs. This is very difficult, having this almost in the center of Beis Israel. Most of the artists, the land cannot sustain or feel as cold or to absorb what he's saying. He is speaking treason, he is speaking sedition against you. He called him almost Bacherev Yomos Yerobam. Yerobam will die by the sword. The portion are quick to point out, that's a lie. He never said that. Yes, Yerobam's children, Sifki, are those who die, but as far as we know, Yerobam does not die an unnatural death. Yisrael, Lolo, Yigla, Me'alat, Maso, and that Israel will be exiled from his land? Yes, that he does say. So, therefore, Amatzion is saying to Yerobam and Yoaz, kill him, kill him as a traitor to the state. Amatzion, or most, 